Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about how do you know or how can you tell when something should be delegated? Sarah, kick us off. Hi, everybody. Oh, my goodness. This is one of my favorite topics. Um, if you might not be aware, in 2011, when I started my business, it was virtual business management. And uh, we had clients coming to us when they needed more free time, when they were overwhelmed with so many things that were spinning in the air. Um, so how do you know when to delegate? I would say, ideally, it would be three months before you need delegation. <laughs> because we like to forget that while it's so easy to put something off your plate and give it to somebody who, first and foremost, is much better and faster in doing what you think you should be doing, um, it does take time to train. It does take time to learn the systems, to um integrate the technology that now will be required for you to communicate with the person what you are asking for. Um, and the delegation, you know, it's not just uh, tasks and projects. It can be the whole business management side of it. It also can be done in home. Uh, we oftentimes forget that there's the other side of living that could also be delegated. For example, I don't enjoy cleaning. So when I get a chance to bring the cleaning crew in who I know they love this kind of work. I was like, thank you so much for making at least this one day easier. <laughs> You've also got to free yourself up from the guilt of that, haven't you? Sometimes it can feel like a real luxury delegating, but actually it then allows you to focus on those things that are really important to you. One of the questions that I know we spoke about earlier, Robin, was how you can ask for things to be delegated to you. And I help people with their communication and often people will want to take on more responsibility in an organization, but they'll approach asking for that responsibility from the position of what I want. And you've always got to be thinking, what does the person in front of you want? What's the problem they've got? What's the outcome they want? And then put that pitch, if you like, in in terms of what they want and how they benefit from it. The mistake I see people saying is, is you know, let me take on this project because it will benefit me because I want to show you how I can do this. Mm. They're talking from their own point of view. What's the thing that the person in front of you really wants? Is it spare time? Is it freedom? Is it, you know, whatever it is, be pitching yourself as the person to take over because it will help them reach that outcome. Mm. Mm -hmm. Simon, yeah, I'm betting you do a fair bit of delegation. Well, so it's it's a it is a struggle um, because you know particularly when you sort of start a company you've done everything mm -hmm. so letting go is hard and I think the first thing that is you got to realize some things you're just very bad at and there are people who will enjoy it and do a much better job than you so that's where you sort of start to parcel stuff out and I like to view that or I've come to view that as rather than loss of control you're giving someone a gift. You know, it's like here take something i don't like and you do it and you do enjoy it um and i i think that uh but it's not just the task it's also who you're delegating to mm -hmm. i think uh, uh, you know there's all sorts of management wisdom you can read about delegation and all that sort of thing but in the end it is a huge leap of trust and um having the people around you that you can delegate to i think is as important as recognizing the tasks that you uh, you might have yeah and to that point and to sarah's point about you have to give people time to learn i'm a firm believer that anything that can be systematized or that you can write a standard oper op standard operating procedure i can talk about you can delegate and i've worked with people who said there's no way no one else is going to be able to do this and i have a standing kind of bet with clients that if i can sit down with you 
and I can you know do it with you and I can write notes. And then after we're done, I can repeat the process within mm. a couple of iterations and I can get it right. It means you can hand it off and there's an issue with you not wanting to, not wanting to trust. So it's about systematization. systemization. And I think one of the newer things is, I mean, it's been happening forever, but you know, if you can systemize it, you can probably automate it these days as well. Mm. I know we, we had a bookkeeping function in this company. We don't anymore. Um, oh. You know, because you can automate it these days. The, the accounting software has got much better. The processes have got much better. Um, and I think there's a lot, certainly in, you know, I probably think every five years, you've got to go and look at what you're doing and go, can I delegate this? Can I automate this? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you learn like- to trust? What does that look like? To learn to trust someone, to delegate to them? Well, my first invitation, sorry for jumping in, my first invitation is to be, to set an intention to find somebody who takes ownership in the work that they do, because that will take a huge chunk of pressure off of you when you know that it's not just delegating, meaning you still have to micromanage, but when the person shares the vision with you, when they love what they do, when they have skills, when they can present things in a different way, more optimal way for you to get to the final destination. And then um, help you design the timeframes. What are the deliverables? What needs to happen? What are all the pieces that have to be put in place? And they take ownership over the work. So it's not on you to check in with them every moment of every single day. Where are they? And, uh, you know, just it takes a lot of soul searching, (laughs) to be honest. And also trusting that you're probably not going to be that successful, most likely not with the very first person. So just because you had a bad experience with somebody or just wasn't a match, just like you go on several dates probably before you find the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Um, don't give up the first time that things just might not don't go your way. And um, I'm pretty sure Vanessa has had experience when oftentimes it's not even the skills that are incompatible, but just the way that the things are communicated. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important, isn't it, Sarah, as you said, to have a metric for what's expected for someone. And are you communicating that clearly? A lot can get lost in translation. And then you think, oh, this person isn't measuring up. But was that communicated clearly? We've all heard of the acronym SMART, haven't we? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound. And we use those you know, when we're assessing people's performance, but I believe any call to action, anything you're asking of that person who you're delegating to needs to be smart as well to give them a fair chance of reaching it and earning that trust. But if something is too smart, which is a bizarre sentence, if something is too smart, do you not give them their room for expertise? Because I'm a, I'm a firm believer, if you don't care how someone gets to a goal, if they, if this is what you tell them and you just basically say, do it within the law, you know, have integrity and let them figure it out. They may find a faster, better, easier way to do it than your current smart system. So I think that's well, the... What's the outcome. Sorry, I interrupted you, Sam. But what's the outcome you want? They can get there how they want to, but what is that specific outcome, and when do you need it by? Yeah, Simon, go ahead. There's an art to um, specifying kind of level of abstraction that you give someone when you're delegating. Mm. You know, both on the task, both on the person, and picking that you know it's very easy to get that wrong it's very easy to maybe be too fluffy with somebody or too specific and remove all their motivation Mm. um and hopefully you know what i try and encourage people to do is um i'll give you an initially a very vague thing and then you get to ask me the detail that you need Mm. to accomplish the task and that way i'm giving them ownership not only of the task but also finding out what they know to be a success and that 
that I think is a better thing to do for them, but it's much, much better for me because I don't have to guess what's in their head. Right. Yeah, I love that because even when we come to creatives, you know, there are certain things that can be systematized, but when you work with the creative team, when you have this vision in your head, it's like, okay, how do you turn it into graphic design? How do you turn it into a book cover? How do you turn it into um, a website? Um, I think that, again, uh, comes down to a lot of open communication and just looking for samples, you know, because sometimes I'm working with a web designer right now and I could attest that I do have trust issues and I'm a control freak (laughs) (laughs) that I had no idea but um she is so gracious and she has like Simon says you know she would give me okay what resonates with you what do you like let's explore different angles let's explore different options oh you don't like things framed you like them more layered and free-flowing great let's go this direction um so again giving yourself time and uh be flexible yeah, so my husband's a, a graphic designer, and he has the, he's really good at that. And I, I'm always because he's super introverted, so I'm always surprised how well he handles that kind of work. Go ahead. So Seth. I, I have a well. Is it delegation when you go to someone who's got more expertise than you in a particular task? That doesn't feel like delegation to me. That's kind of like that's going to an expert and getting consultation. You'd be surprised Dele- how many people hire an expert and tell them how to do their job. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think delegation is much more for me. You've got somebody who doesn't understand the wider context and mm. you're taking a bit of a, a, a certain well-defined task and saying, can you go and achieve that for me? Um, yeah. As opposed to a consult where I go to a graphic designer or I go to a web designer or a lawyer or something like that, where um, they have much more to bring. Yeah, that's a good point. Good, good way to look at delegation is uh, there's different aspects of it. So I'm gonna have to cut us off there. We're at our 10 minute mark. So thank you so much for having this conversation about delegation with me. I really appreciate it. And we'll do it again very soon. Have a good rest of your day.